Welcome back to For Life Podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah and Kaylee. I am Hannah. I am Kaylee. And this week, we're going on a brand trip. Yay, we're going finally. to Bora Bora. Yay. We actually got invited by CVS. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking us to Bora Bora. We pick up so many pills there. They're like, you girls deserve <laughs> they this. They said, y'all cannot stay out of the pharmacy <laughs> drive-thru. Yep. We're taking you to Bora Bora. We are chatting about influencer brand trips Ugh. in the absolute fucking chokehold they have us all in i remember i remember so vividly do you remember like the first brand trip you ever heard about yes what we're gonna it? talk about it no don't ask I, me i'm that getting yet. so i'm getting so excited don't, don't, <laughs> kaylee's, kaylee's shaking i i'm sorry hannah's so good she like writes out a i just a write out like a little <laughs> script that way we I can tell the, first, tell y'all the story i never st- kaylee I said you want to hear the conclusion i skipped like the last part and i'm like let's talk about it now kaylee 30 said, seconds in mm, that's all for this week yeah anyway i just get giddy influencer brand trips yeah what are they that's a great kaylee i'm so glad you asked <laughs> i did write this down because we you know what i love to do is get us all on the same page mm-hmm. right because for you to understand me you need to understand this okay yeah. an influencer brand trip is essentially a brand taking a small ish maybe like five to fifteen is the number mm-hmm. i wrote down influencers on an all-expense-paid trip to either promote the brand or a specific product launch or some initiative yeah. the brand has. So, listen, this could go from, like, a group of five influencers spending a week in, in upstate New York in yeah. a cabin. Mm-hmm. Or it's 32 influencers in Bora Bora for 15 di- nights. Ugh. So, like, uh, s- truly the pendulum can swing far yeah. between, like, oh, it's night a cute trip, little girl's yeah, trip. camping, we're going camping, you got a literally, whole, like, yeah. luxury. Yeah. Okay? I read online that these, like, big, big trips can cost brands, like, roughly, this is what they cost them, is half a million dollars. 500K. Yeah. That is absurd. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, influencers aren't paid to go on these. The they just don't have to pay anything to go. <laughs> no, it's literally. <laughs> the payment is you are in Bora Bora for free. And, and you you're, get free product. And you're getting this beautiful experience. Yeah. But depending on the brand, sometimes influencers are required to post about the brand or their oh, experience. Boo-hoo. I'm no, I'm not kidding. saying it in a bad way. Kaylee's <laughs> like, I'm going to fight them. I hate them. <laughs> we'll get to that part yeah, of the feelings, yeah. okay? Um, but yeah, so it, it's no, they ain't paying no money. Yeah. But depending on the brand, there could have been an agreement prior mm-hmm. to talk positively about the brand, yeah. hit certain talking points about a product launch. Make X amount of videos. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Post like certain things. Like it's, I'm sure some brand trips are just like, hey, come along for the fun. Yeah. Because the thing is. Someone's sending me to Bora Bora. I'm recording every. You think I'm not second. just gonna post for well, that's shits and giggles yeah. anyway? It's going online. So I, some of them I'm sure there is no binding. Like you have to yeah. post X Y Z, but I bet some of them are pretty, yeah, legit. Especially if it's for like a specific product that they're they're oh um, yeah advertising like a product launch or something. Yeah. I'm sure they get like a brief in an email yeah, of like, like here's you. what you can say about the product. Yeah, T- maybe talk about these things. Right. Like here's what you shouldn't say. <laughs> yeah. So basically, ha- we should go on a brand trip. We're, well, let's I, have our, we can have our own brand trip. 
we need to trip have a brand. Is, yeah. But we will invite all of you guys. Yep. And okay. we're all going to have fun. As of right now, we are going camping. Down the street to the park. Camping at the <laughs> local park. Yep. And you do have to bring your own tent. And, and your own food. And you do need to do all the work. <laughs> and you have to pay us to come. <laughs> you actually have to pay There me. is an admittance fee. And you also have to pay for everything else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you have to post everything. But you get to hang out with us. So, y'all. Except for when we're working nine to five. We won't be there. Except for we won't be there because we, we got bills we to pay. <laughs> Precisely. Um, the OG influencer brand trip days. Mm. This is what Kaylee was getting to. Yeah. I think of 2015. Mm-hmm. Aspen Ovard. Mm-hmm. Hashtag tripping with tart mm-hmm. in like the Bahamas, Bora Bora, Tulum, yeah, Costa Rica, Bora Bora. That bitch went everywhere. First of like, all, um, I think of Desi Perkins. Yeah, you were more uh, of a like makeup yeah. influencer girly. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. Mm. Um, brand trips, I feel like are at least initially were primarily beauty brands. And because of that, primarily beauty, beauty influencers. influencers. Like true beauty like influencers. Yeah, like all they do is post about makeup, like review makeup. Like They had the tuts. Yeah. Is that how you would say it? I don't know. Like tutorials, but they would just toots. write toots. Yeah. <laughs> Who's saying toots? Not me. I want to say tuts. Tutorial? Tutorial. Tutorial. <laughs> That's how I say it. Not the tutorial. Can I have the tutorial, please? Can I get a tutorial no, but on like, those brows? Yeah. Yeah, the OG days, yeah. it was heavily beauty brands, mm-hmm. beauty influencers. I'm bringing this up because, like we're saying, OG days, I think of Tarte, Benefit Cosmetics. Yep. Those, to me, were the two, like, I big boys. I remember Benefit. One trip they went to, they might have gone to Bora Bora too. I feel like everyone did. They did. They must have just released a new brow product, but they oh. were doing like a brow competition. Yes. And I remember so vividly James Charles being there. That is so funny. Isn't that goofy? You just unlocked like a memory. I can like see them in their little cabana. Yep. Yes. Comp competing about who can do the best brows. <sighs> what a life. Isn't that goofy? Listen. Yeah. I also think of, I remember when Benefit, I don't think they had launched it, but it was like, a revamp or something but it was the hula bronzer or mm. some type of bronzing product and i was sold I, yeah. i've never owned that but i was like i need it yeah it just was like you know what back in the day influencers in general felt so like just like a tv show yes they were more like aspiration i think influencers have always been relatable mm-hmm. but back in this day they were so much more it was so much more curated. Yeah. The content was always, like, it had to be pretty. And it almost felt like, and not in a bad way, but, like, uh, unreachable. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it was not, like, this isn't, it wasn't. Not a, every Joe Schmo is going to Bora Bora. Yeah. Because, it y- like, you know? on the scale of, like, I'm saying influencers are both relatable and aspirational, mm. but it's also, like, a scale yeah. of, like, you're super relatable I'm just like you. You're mm-hmm. just. I'm just like you. You're just like me. <laughs> I want to keep going. <laughs> and then the other side is like, I will never be anything like you, but this is fun to watch. Yeah. In the beginning, it felt more like that. Mm-hmm. They were relatable because they were like our age. Yeah. They were maybe in school still. Like things like that made it like, oh, this person 
kind of like me is yeah. doing these things. Like, let's watch it. Maybe I'll be like them one day. Oh, like. But they have a, a million followers and. In tarts sending them to Bora Bora. Yeah. That's the the real differentiator here yeah. is the the email we contact are, at yeah. Tart, which I do not have. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Maybe one day. Are you kidding me? You never know. What? Not after this episode. Yeah, no. Okay. We're like, actually, go back. Let's start over. Let's start over. I love we tart. We love tart. Have y'all ever heard of tart? Tart hashtag cosmetics. Hashtag tripping with tart. <laughs> um, they use that hashtag anymore. I have no idea. It's mm. burned into my brain. They should. So they they get the OG they girls. Hashtag tripping with tart. Tripping with tart. Okay. Uh, tripping with tart. <laughs> Every time we say trip with tort, take a short. Tort. <laughs> take a short. <laughs> at, hey y'all, I'm shorting it. Trip with tort. <laughs> Not the short. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee, why'd you say that? I I'm don't never know. gonna. I'm sorry. Short with tort. tort. I gotta take a short. <laughs> Kaylee, I mean like a shot. Oh, I thought you meant a short. No, you're tripping with tort. You gotta take a short. It's what, I know. me thinking it was short made it even funnier because <laughs> I was like oh, relatable. <laughs> yeah. I do be shorten. Short and tort. <laughs> I'm shorting him a tort mascara. <laughs> Girl, we are sick in the head. Okay. Goofy. Anyways, Mm -hmm. where I was going with this point (laughs) is not to short a Bora Bora. Correct. Which, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. if I ever make it to Bora Bora, it'll probably be be my reality. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. The point here is that I think there's been a major shift Mm -hmm. in the influencer world. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was like a pretty little bubble around it. Like a pink, glittery, like soft bubble. Yeah. And it popped. It, no, later, someone <laughs> took their little pointy tweezers yep. and said, "We're done." Um, and I feel like nowadays we see these people as real people. Yeah, because now we know that anyone could really do this. We've seen people blow up overnight, like the Charlie D'Amelios of the world, the Addison Rays, the Alex Earls. Yes, these people. It's not that they just like posted one TikTok and blew up. They mm-hmm. posted long before. Like, you know, I'm not saying they didn't do their hustle, right. but they're just regular people. Mm-hmm. who become essentially put on this pedestal and the more you learn about influencer culture the space whatever you want to call it you're like why couldn't that be me well because i feel like these people that blow up it's almost like if you met them in real life it's like okay i could be friends with this person yeah like the re- they i feel like let you into s- again everything online is like you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg of these people's lives but i feel like they share so much more relatable things and not everything is so curated yeah like og influencers think of like jc like when i think of jc if you came up in like that 2014 era everything was so curated yes it's like those travel blogger girlies yeah jc aspen Mm -hmm. i'm like i cannot think of another amber filler up and Amber filler up exactly. Yeah, it's like it just felt so. Uh, I'm not going to be traveling the world. No, I'm 17 and poor, mm-hmm. so it just felt like fun to watch. The re- relatable aspect was they were like young, they yeah. were like your age, you were into the same things, you had you like their style. Like that was the relatable point. I was never going to be able to live like that. It just didn't even feel like I. I wasn't even bitter about it because I. It was so, so far away. Yeah, like, that was just not for me. But when these people become. When you see their, like, everyday lives, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, we're really not that different. Like, you know? Alex Earl waking up with 
her room just like covered yes. in chart her mcdonald's from when she was drunk the night before like me too girlfriend like literally yeah. So you see people you see this like real side of them and suddenly it turns into like i could do why that. do you get that and i don't right because you see them living this lux- seemingly luxurious life mm. with listen this is this might sound harsh but i'm saying this is from the outside perspective mm-hmm. you see them living this life with seemingly like no like what is the skill yeah. what is the work being put? you don't really see that okay yeah i'm not saying being an influencer doesn't this is like a maybe a controversial conversation i mm. think because some people i think there can be this bitterness towards influencers because they are like rich they're living very comfortably mm-hmm. but like they don't really do anything hard like it's an easy job yeah and like why do they get this luxury of living this nice life when i work like all fucking day mm-hmm. i'm miserable and i'm living paycheck to paycheck yeah so like i get that but the thing is are they doctors from brain surgery yeah no is it like a the skills used to be an influencer are not like what's the word i want here um it's It's not as hard as like other well-paying jobs i mean yeah on a pendulum of things like you made a scale of people who make this the same amount of money yeah like influencers probably doctors influencers probably make just as much money like let's be so for real probably more to be Literally. honest the, probably potential yeah. to make a lot more not did you hear that i'm like probably the potential <laughs> sorry headphone users it's okay. anyway like a doctor and influencer they mm-hmm. make the same amount of money you, you would think well the doctor is so much more deserving mm-hmm. because they've put in so much more work they I don't know they have so much more education whatever yeah but the thing with an influencer is they are being paid i'd say partially for their skill but it's mostly for their reach the audience they have it's like when you pay for like okay so you're a regular brand in 1992 Mm -hmm. okay and you're gonna put out an ad in a magazine the magazine with a hundred thousand readers is going to cost more Mm -hmm. than the magazine with five thousand readers right so apply that logic to influencers this person has built a following Mm -hmm. whether you think they did it with any shred of a brain cell or not that's up for debate i still it depends on the influencer Mm -hmm. but they have built a following and now brands want to pay them to get access to their reach that they have so what is it as hard is it as skilled of a job as like a doctor like i would argue no yeah because a doctor i think it's a lot more like technical like there's a lot more you need to know right than to be an influencer but i do think being an influencer there's some type of you know unless i'm sure there's people out there that just blow up because they got ass and titties yeah and they put them on the internet Mm -hmm. but i feel like a lot of these people especially if you've like turned it into something like you now you have a business now you do this like it's opened up all these other opportunities for you i feel like it's truly a hustle well i was gonna say i feel like it's it's one thing to blow up and gain a following but to keep that following and like turn it into something you know what i mean like you said like if you turn it into a business or something who like who did that that i just saw i was gonna bring up someone i forget but like you know, you know, it's yeah. so easy to like gain a following because you're like pretty or like yeah. a good dancer or whatever. Like Charlie D'Amelio, when she first blew up, like why did she blow up? 
because she danced. She's probably cute. She yeah. danced. But like you said, it's absolutely one thing to blow up. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to maintain that, to evolve. Yeah. It really is just marketing. Like, I think about Emma Chamberlain. I think she's yeah. such a good example. I'm an Emma stan to the day I die. I could talk about Emma forever, too. She has... I feel like she has been, was, has been, and will be one of the most relatable influencers mm-hmm. that I watch. Like, when she talks about mental health and, like, you know, just everything that she talks about, it feels so relatable. The w- The woman lives in this gorgeous house that oh. I could not even dream about affording one day. But, like, and she has changed her appearance, her style, her pers- whatever. She has gone through, like, a major life change. She was so young when she first... Yeah. Blew she up. She's literally like 15. Yeah. And now she's 21 or 22 or something. But here I am. I'm still watching her. Like, but yeah. she's gone through like these massive changes. So it does take work to stay relevant and like keep your audience like intrigued. You know what? I also am just, I'm just, it's clicking in my mm. head. And someone said this somewhere once. I have yeah. no idea where I heard this. But a thing to also consider here is like, Yes, I keep using the doctor example, but that's, that's just okay. the only profession yeah. I can think of right now that's for okay. some reason. Does it take skill to be a doctor? Yes, mm. like a very niche set of skills. But even to simply be someone who can create like a curated aesthetic or have an eye for things, yeah. that is a skill. I People can't do it. You can. <laughs> I can't. She said not for me. It's not for me. No, but that's like a job. There are people, even in, let's take retail, for example, Mm. there are people who are hired to simply design displays for retail stores. Right. But then there's also people hired to build websites on the back end, like the same brands back end of their website. They have two totally different skill sets, but they both, do you know what I mean? Like they could not switch roles. Right. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's like just because one skill is like, quote, less important. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't mean it's... It doesn't mean it's any less valuable because yeah. it's not like anyone could just step in and do it. Right. I feel like that's something that when I heard it, I was like, that's an excellent point. It is a very interesting point. Because I feel like some of my best skills are things like that, mm. where it's like, oh, I have a good eye for things, or oh, I I always say I'm good at vibes. Well, you have like a creative mind. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'm... Whatever it is. Yeah. I think I'm good at like curating a vibe... Just like you that can type like of visualize something and like put yeah. it I- into something. Thanks, Kaylee. I'm like, what else? What else? <laughs> like next. Keep it going. <laughs> no, but like I. No, but it's like yeah. A, but not uh, when you think of it through the lens of like not everyone can do that. Right. It 100% is a skill, and just because you're not a mathematician or an engineer, and it doesn't or make it like. Is it an easy job in the is grand it, scheme like of the things? Like the physical labor of it? It's absolutely. It's so easy. It's but one it of the more cushy jobs being an influencer. It's still a job and like... It's it, still a skill though. And yeah. the thing is, if it wasn't a unique skill, why isn't everyone an influencer? Well, that's the thing. Like if, if because anyone listen, could... Yeah. Everyone and their mother has tried to be an influencer. We both can speak what to this. What do you this. think we're doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> but like why... If, if it was so easy, how come not everyone blows well, up? Yeah. How come not everyone is good at it necessarily? You know what I mean? Like it's a skill set. It is, yeah. It might not be as like if the if we were in the apocalypse, mm. first career to go, them. Yeah. Like it's very surface level. Right. It's not like I said, you're not an ER nurse. Nope. Literally saving people's lives. So like, is it on the list of 
important careers that keep society functioning. It's quite low. It's probably close to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. But luckily for us, on luckily, honestly, we live in a world where you can do fun things for work. Yeah. But also, I get the bitterness. I mean, yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm bitter AF. I'm pissed. You need to stop with the southern accents. Oh, my God. We can't. Um, it's I just was, my regular accent I was thinking now. about, do you know how, I don't know if you've ever watched um, Plan Brianca with Brianna Chicken Fry. I don't watch her, no. Okay, so she's from Massachusetts, and then her best friend Grace is also on the podcast, yeah, also yeah, from yeah. Massachusetts. And they do this, like, voice with each other. I don't even know what it is. It's, like, not a Boston accent. Or maybe it is. I don't even know. It's just, like, goofy. But they do the voice with each other. And I'm over here thinking, I'm like, that is us with a southern accent. We literally can't stop. Especially it's me, you, and your criminal. sister. Yeah. If we are together, I just hey like, cannot talk to you. Seriously. Hey yeah, it's goofy. How often are we going to talk about this on the pod? I know. Y'all, come back next week. We're talking about it again. To unpack why we talk like I know, this. it's goofy. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I hope this is not offensive to Southern folk. Yeah. It's I really, it's an admiration. It like is. I'm I wish that I was like a cute little Southern it's belle. It's the most, it's the best accent. Yeah, it is. That's why we do it. It's a love letter. Uh, it to is. To the South. We got stuck with like a Boston oh accent. Oh, God. I feel like we don't really have. No. If I drink, I have one. <laughs> it comes out. She said, put me on a phone. Yeah. That's where it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. That was like quite the tangent. Yeah. That I kicked off there. But the point of it was we see influencers differently now. Mm-hmm. And there's almost a shred of like resentment and bitterness because you're like, you are so normal. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that me? Or why? Like, why you? Yeah. Why not me? Like, or we're the same age. Why am I not at the same level as you? Especially if you are like struggling yeah like your career like that type of thing or maybe you're feeling like lost confused it's so easy to look at these people and be like like it's something wrong with me why not me well yeah you How can't come, like, help you but be get envious. this and i don't mm-hmm. so now with influencer brand trips like we see people just like me yeah getting taken to bora bora and suddenly i'm like why the fuck am i not in bora bora i want to go to bora bora yeah He's flipping off the camera. Uh, that's <laughs> not even what I meant to do, but I want to go to Bora Bora Bora. Bora Bora Bora? How many? Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of like, I don't often feel this way, mm-hmm. but if I'm having a, a bad day and I open TikTok and it's like, day in the life with me. Uh, and all they did was like go to Pilates. Yes. They're like, I went to Pilates. Then I came home, edited some TikToks. And, and again, we already talked about this. I'm not shitting on the job. I wish I had it. Well, literally. And but when you're sitting at your desk and well, you've already been at work for five hours. and I just had the longest, most annoying day of my life. Yeah. To make barely enough money. Yeah. And their day in my life is like Pilates, met up with a friend for lunch, mm-hmm. got my Botox touched up. And then I edited a couple TikToks, answered a few emails, and then I cooked dinner and went to bed. I'm like, um. I do that in the first hour of my day. That's like literally. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. And I know a lot of influencers don't necessarily, like, in their vlogs, vlog themselves working because mm-hmm. they want to, like, go out and do things for the yeah. vlogs. Like, I get that. But the other part of me is watching this. I'm like, do y'all do any work? Li- literally. Like, I, they must because I'm sitting here watching a YouTube video. Like, it got edited and yeah. posted. Someone did something. But like, you can't can help but watch it that? and be like, like I what are you doing struggling right now? Yeah. 
like I said, especially after a bad day, you watch it and you're like, who, what, who do I have to sell my soul uh, to? Well, literally, to live like what that? strings did you pull to live this life? Because I'm going to pull them. Because I'm going to need to know exactly what you did and e- I'm going to do it. Exactly. But then the thing is, it's not that easy. It doesn't work like that. If there was like a formula, like I said, everyone would be an influencer. Yeah. Not everyone. But there's I, people who enjoy their careers. I truly think people blow up, especially on TikTok. I think people blow up like out of pure luck. Mm-hmm. But like I have seen people who they have a video go like absolutely viral. They gain a shit ton of followers. But then it's like, okay, you did one thing. They have like 100,000, 200,000 followers now. How are you going to keep them entertained? I feel like, wait, go back. What did you just, you just sparked a thought and now it's gone. Like going insanely viral and like you can Oh, gain, okay. Here's yeah. what you said. Okay. here I forget what you said, but this is the thought it sparked. I forget exactly what you mm-hmm. said, but the concept is there. I feel like there's two types of influencers. People who just like blow up. Mm-hmm. There's influencers destined for like one billion Instagram followers. Yeah. And then there's influencers who make enough money. They That's their full-time job. Mm-hmm. They maybe have like 60, 70K followers, yeah. but they are like hustling. I feel like there's influencers who reach out to brands and then yeah. there's influencers who brands are like begging to work with. Mm-hmm. One is not better than the other, but it's definitely too... And you can kind of see it, like, when yeah. you're looking at someone's page. Like, do you know, you know Kat, Wash Your Pillowcases? Yeah. She, influencing is her only yeah. job right now. But she doesn't have, like, an insane amount of followers. Yeah. And, and when I say, like, influencers that are, like, they're connecting with brands versus brands connecting with yeah. them. I don't, like, I'm sure Kat, like, brands reach out to her yeah. 100%. But... You can also tell, like, she's a good example of someone who's, like, she's not Alex Earl. Right. Any brand that wants to work with Alex Earl is, like, crossing their fingers that she sees their email and her flooded email. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? She probably has so many emails. They're praying that theirs gets through Mm -hmm. and gets seen and gets chosen. Do you know what I mean? And if Alex does reach out to a brand to work with them, it's probably, like, an instant yes. Yeah. You know? So then there's other influencers who, like, do perfectly well, but it's it's more of a grind. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is interesting to me. Yeah. Because I wonder if the influencers that blow up, if they were in the position of, like, the grinders. Would they keep doing it? Would they be in it for the long haul? Mm. Would they be as successful? Like, do they have do they have the grit? Yeah. Like, Alex Earl could post a video of her. Like, at this point in her career, doing she could anything. do anything. She would get Spin so Spin in a circle. Charlie D'Amelio. Like, it's the same yes, thing. Yeah. And you know that video is yeah. going to get a million views. But then y- there's influencers who are, like, strategically, like, they're like, I'm going to talk about this around Christmas because I know that this is, like, what people want to hear yeah. around Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Alex is, in, I'm sure there's thought behind her videos. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell. I don't know her strategy. Me neither, but, but it's the, working. the reality is she could do anything. Yeah. And it could go viral. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and another thing you said that I agree with is luck. Yeah. It's, but like, the algorithm, yeah. like... Because the reality is there's a hundred people out there doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So the algorithm's going to pick who's doing it yeah. to the best of their liking at that day. Mm-hmm. And that's P- it. Push the video. Yeah. yeah. That is the difference between like influencers that are just viral mm-hmm. and like other people trying to be viral that probably will never be. Is like the algorithm picks them. Yeah. Yeah. Pick me. Choose me. Love, Love me. me. I'm like, suddenly I'm a pick me for the algorithm. Suddenly I am... Meredith Gray. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> I'm unwell. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we are in our petty era. Well, you know what? In a loving way. I'm. I, I would. Because I'm so happy. Like I I'm, respect the hustle. Yeah, of course. I respect it. I'm not a hater in that sense. Do I wish I was there? But yes. I do get jealous. Me too. And I'm just being BFFR. That's all we I ever are. Girl, me too. I've said a hundred times, but you come home from work and I just like sometimes it's just not the content I want to be watching. Yeah. Like on Thursday, I'm about to work like 12 hours yeah. in one day. I will not go on TikTok because no. if I see one person. No, that's the PR on unboxing. You only watch the FYP. Yeah. I do not touch the following. No. Following is a lot of influencery girls, but I like them. Yeah. When I'm in the mood. I like their content. But I can't watch. If yeah. I am even remotely mentally ill that day. Mm-mm. I cannot watch a day in my life as a full-time influencer. Literally. I'm going to want to jump out the window. I probably will. I might. I, it might happen. I might keep me on speed dial, <laughs> Kaylee. <know>. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the way we've derailed so severely from I brand know, trips. I know, I know. Let's bring it back home But I think we trips. need to talk about like well, yeah, it's, where it's influencers were and where they've c- come Because I honestly think that is a big reason Yeah. why brand trips have turned into what they've turned into. Yeah. Um. Before, they were definitely, like, a spectacle. Like, it was yeah. kind of like a, oh, we're going here. I feel like they kind of died down for a while, too. I think it was COVID. Because I oh, also had this think? thought when I was prepping. And I feel like... I, yeah, I col- guess so. COVID. 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 <laughs> COVID sounds like a person's yeah. name. <laughs> I feel like that is probably... Because I, I feel like they only recently came back in the past year or two. Yeah. And then Which the last ones I really remember, like, 2018, 2019. Yeah. It's like, it probably was mostly COVID. Probably. The other thing sense. is, too, I feel like nowadays brands, like back in the day, it felt like a brand trip was just like, I, f- I don't even know who started this, but it was just like a, th- a thing to do. Yeah. Just for like the craziness of saying, we're going to Bora Bora with yeah. Tarte. Or like Tarte's like, I'm taking these people to Bora Bora. Whereas I feel like now brands want to like, feels less about the brand and they want to like give you an experience yeah and i know like at the end of the day it's all the same like uh, 2014 Mm. 2023 they're trying to do the same thing they're trying to get you to talk about the brand but i feel like nowadays brands are more likely to just like have a party and just invite you for fun for like the shits and giggles yeah like i feel like that's part of their brand is to have fun so they put on these fun things Whereas brand trips before very much felt everything's Tarte branded. Yes. We're going to a Tarte mascara class. You're mm-hmm. getting free mascara to give away if they answer this Tarte trivia question correct. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now it's like, oh, I just happen to be at a Tarte sponsored party. Right. There aren't really talking points about the product. Like, it's more just like the experience that the brand is giving you. Yeah. I feel like I remember on the OG brand trips, like the CEO would be there and like, yes, it was very would be like formal. a big like, oh, we're this is the new product or like blah 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 like it was it was brand focused and mm-hmm. i feel like now they're influencer focused yeah that's yeah. a good way of putting it yeah <laughs> she's so <laughs> smart y'all um i also feel like marketing in general because at, at the end of the day this is all marketing the yes. brand trip is marketing mm-hmm. influencers careers are essentially marketing i feel like the m- marketing trend in general mm-hmm. with like quote cool brands that would do brand trips is the vibe is a little bit more lax yeah back in the day everything was more curated everywhere yeah everything was very formal this is how you do it this is what we're doing whereas now i feel like like some of the best brands to follow on instagram Mm. it almost feels like you're following like an influencer yeah like a just a 
regular person. It's not like a, this is my, our brand values. Yeah. It's like, watch me shart and unbox it's this thing. Literally. And you're like, oh, okay, I, I like this brand. Yeah, it feels like, like a friend or something. Yeah, it just feels like someone casual you're yeah. following. So things are much more casual, which I think is why probably yeah. brand trips are a little more fun. But it also makes me want to be there. Even more. Literally. I'm like, y'all really out here. Can y'all invite me next time? I feel like a big moment in history that brought brand trips back into our stratosphere. Because like you said, they did kind of disappear for a minute. Yeah. And they probably came back before this. But that Tarte trip, the most recent one, where'd they go? I think the most, they were just, they were in Miami for F1. Right before that, wasn't it? Turks and Caicos, I think. That no. was like. I think it was. No, like Miami. They were. In, oh, wait. No, you that just was. said Miami. I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, they were in Miami. They but were. They were somewhere else. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Yeah. This was the trip with, like, Alex Earl. This was the first, like, yeah. TikTok heavy brand trip I feel like I. That really stuck <laughs> in my brain. Yeah. Kaylee said they went to Miami <laughs> twice. <laughs> Yeah, they went to Miami, and then they this went to Miami. This was the trip where Alex Earl had to take, like, a final. I just started giggling yeah. at you saying they went to Miami, <laughs> and then they went to Miami. Okay, yeah. let me try that again. Yeah. This was the trip where Alex Earl was taking, like, her last college final yeah. on the beach, like, drunk. Good for her. In a TikTok. Like, the thing is, so relatable. Well, like, yeah. I, I'm typing up. I'm submitting this quiz literally AF. Like, in, at a restaurant. Like, yeah. I, I'm not. So, like, relatable. Haha. Yeah. But I feel like that was one of the moments that made this blow up and also made us start thinking about brand trips again. Because yeah. like you said, where the fuck did they go? They disappeared for a hot second. Or they just weren't as like, they weren't having the right people go or like something. They weren't like blowing up as much. It wasn't much. clicking the way it no, used to. No, it wasn't. And then all of a sudden it was. And then there it was. Thank you to Miss Earl. Um, do we want to talk about the juicy details of... Yes, enlighten us. Okay, so... Um, Tarte really popped off with the brand trips this year. I feel like they went they so many did. places. Um, now that you say that, like, yeah. Yeah. They, they went to Miami twice, y'all. Twice. <laughs> yeah, that was goofy of me. So, basically, the these trips kind of brought to light, like, the not-so-pretty sides mm. of brand trips. Um, there was, like, a Time Magazine article. I'm just going to read y'all little tidbits. Read it to us. Um, nothing illustrates this change as starkly as this year's Tarte Cosmetics brand trip. They're talking about the change from, like, being, like, OG brand trips were, yep. like, oh, this is so, like, everything is good and great. Yep. Like, now people are talking about, like, the realness of, like, what actually happens. Um, earlier this year, Tarte invited a, cru- a group of creators to Dubai. Okay, so they also went to Dubai this year. Only for <laughs> the trip everywhere. to receive criticism online for being a tone-deaf display of luxury during a challenging time economically. Mm-hmm. Despite the backlash... The brand has remained committed to bringing influencers on trips to promote their new products. Their trips earlier this month to Turks and Caicos and the F1 Grand Prix in Miami both featured their own dramas. Most notably, some creators who are women of color felt that they were not getting the same treatment as others, mostly white creators um, invited on the trips. Two different issues for two different trips. Yes. So in Turks and Caicos, the issue of room sizes were was like a big thing. After, oh, yes. yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, creators be- began posting video, posting their like customary room tour. tour videos. Cynthia Victor, a South Asian creator known as at Shoddy Sin on TikTok, uploaded her room 
tour video and added the caption they gave me the smallest room but i'm just happy to be here victor who was asked to stay for one weekend while some of her peers were invited for two felt that she got the short end of the stick as a creator of color and i remember this Mm. because people were like oh like you're only in miami like for one weekend like i think alex earl was there or maybe it was tana mo i don't know someone there i think was there but they could stay for both weekends and this creator was only asked to stay for one um yeah i remember that video i do do not remember the outcome do you i think i read an article too that um basically like on this trip 41 percent of the influencers were i don't know how to say what were they uh oh my god it's that acronym oh i see huh poc no 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 b-i-p-o-c oh black indigenous and people of color okay i literally googled it earlier and i forgot um so 41 percent oh of influencers were non-white okay and they non-white non-white but basically the way that they did the rooms was like whoever checked in first they just like gave the rooms to whoever and it just happened like the cookie just crumbled that way that's what tart said so another thing i think about here is um the whole like some influencers staying two weekends some yeah. staying one i feel like uh okay i'm just making this up from my head so uh, who knows what exactly tart said on this mm-hmm. but i feel like the drama can start when a brand is looking at this strictly as numbers yeah and okay so one influencer has like uh, 10 million followers mm-hmm. and one has a hundred thousand they're like, oh, we'll give the big girl the big, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, lar- the girl <laughs> with the larger followers. Yeah. We'll give her the larger room. With the best view. Because and yeah, yeah. she's more valuable to us. Like she'll get more. Yeah. And like when you're thinking of it from a numbers perspective, like, okay, yeah. Obviously. Right. Makes sense. But the problem here, the thing with influencer marketing, and we see this all the time, is it's not just like putting up a billboard. Mm-hmm. It's like these influencers are like people. And whenever there's people there's drama there's mistakes there's yeah. miscommunications like it's never just like Cut there's dry. always influencer tea mm-hmm. always okay. especially on like trips like this or certain collabs where it's like something goes wrong or do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there is always something yeah. so i feel like you need to think of it okay a financially what makes sense for us mm-hmm. miss girl's gonna give us 10 million impressions okay more valuable yeah but also they're not billboards they're people yeah so then you need to like come back and think okay from a pr standpoint from a pr standpoint like from like how do we want these influencers and just people to perceive our brand like what are our values how do we you know what i mean make Mm -hmm. this a fun experience for everyone yeah and i feel like that line gets tricky and then things like this happen because at the end of the day like it is it's a business trip yes it is a business but like you said they are people it's a fuzzy line of business and people yeah and another thing worth noting here is maybe some of these brands are racist could be it could be a mistake where they come off as looking you know what i mean like they're deciding to treat someone different than someone else but they could just they could just they could just be like that you know what i mean like it i'm not saying like all the all the mishaps that happen are because people were thinking about business mm-hmm. because sometimes people suck and they do do bad and things they just suck but i feel like these businesses get in trouble a lot mm. because they're not thinking of 
people as people. Yeah. They're we thinking, thinking of the people as numbers. dollar signs. Yeah. Um, we got more drama in Miami. Tell us about Miami round two. Yeah. <laughs> the drama <laughs> continued when the makeup company invited a group of creators to attend the F1 Grand Prix race in Miami. One of the invitees, Bria Jones, a creator with over 460,000 followers on TikTok, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Uploaded a teary-eyed video on TikTok saying that she was going to pull out because, quote, even before getting to this trip, she was realizing that she wasn't going to be treated like everyone else there, mm. unquote. Jones explained that she was invi invited to Miami for the warm-up races while her peers were invited to stay through all day of the race. Quote, I have more integrity to get all than to get all the way to Miami and realize that I'm being treated like a second-tier person or like I'm being ranked, unquote. Jones said in a now-deleted TikTok video to nearly half a million followers. Um, this says three out of seven influencers Tart sent to the May 7th race day were creators of color. All seven creators had over one million followers. I feel like I don't really know enough about Tart's background to say whether or not I think that Tart was intentionally being racist. Yeah. Wait, didn't Tart come out with a line of foundation years ago that had like three shades for yeah, people with dark skin like tone? Them. Uh, Kaylee, fact check I that because do I'm pretty sure I memory just came back of that happening. So I, I was going to say, I don't know if we have enough information to call it blatant racism. Yeah. Well, but also, it, it's it, this just highlights what I was saying. It's a tough line I'm of gonna like. I'm going to Google Tarte. Tarte Foundation Shade Limited Range. Limited Shade Range. What I was saying, though, this highlights like whether it was an intentional or not. These people are not just like marketing camels that you can just pack all your shit on and ride into the billionaire's row. They are people and you can't, you have to treat them as such, you know? So this was 2018. It was mm. the Tarte Shape Tape Foundation. Yeah. The he It's an insider article headlines. Fans are furious after Tarte unveiled its new foundations that cater almost entirely to white yeah. people. But... Literally. That is goofy. It's all like white shades two and or like three shades that are actually. I would say like two. The third. Let me see. Girl, you have some of oh, like Italian. Yeah, okay. that, that's their shade color. The, I couldn't really the bottom see. two are like. The, and they're not even that dark. Anything except the last two is like me with a tan. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. A lot of people were. Um. Eventually, Tarte revealed they'd be launching 10 more shades to include in the 15-shade line. I feel so goofy. Okay, here's how I feel about this. Rihanna and Fenty Beauty is the perfect blueprint of how brands can be mm -hmm. um, inclusive. They That shade range is, like, impeccable. There's so many different shades. For a new brand, too, Tarte, like... Tarte has been around for so long. Yeah. It's goofy to think the fact that Fenty Beauty was such a new brand could launch oodles and oodles of shades to oodles. cater to so I know, isn't that fun? I like that. Um, to cater to so many different skin types and Tarte that's been around since like the nineties, like yeah. forever. Why can you only release ten shades? Listen. And eight of them are white. If you are a brand new company, yeah. you have limited resources, I could understand starting with a smaller range mm -hmm. but at minimum you have something that he hits each major skin category you have the paleys which is me from the darkest of darks to the lightest yes. of lights like you have something manageable mm -hmm. even if it's five shades yeah they can't 
four of them can't be white. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. you, is, if you're hitting the most common shades yeah. in each category, okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, you're a new brand. You have no money. Like, you have right. you, you have to can't do. come up with 30. When you are yeah. tart mm-hmm. and you have the resources to create probably 50 fucking shades. If you're spending $500,000 on brand trips. Literally. Okay. You can, that, you can add more than... And then, then dark coming shades. out later saying, oh, we're actually launching like this many more. Like, why didn't you launch why it Why weren't they in the original? Because they weren't. No, no, literally. Yeah. But the other thing is, too, you only want to launch 15 total shades. Why are they all white? And that's the thing, too. It's like you are limiting your consumers to yes. such a small range of people. Another thing that's interesting is like the... This is makeup drama. Mm. The POV of oh, well, we're going to make the shades that sell the best. Okay, well, if you're not making any dark shades, how, do you how know are they going to sell at all? I- exactly. Like, yes, the light sell the best because that's all you have. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> don't even try to tell me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's not there, how could how that could audience buy that? Like, how is someone can't. with that shade buying it if it doesn't exist? Yeah. What that's is goofy. the math there? Yeah. Well, historically, this shade performs... Well. Yes, well, because historically, America is racist, yeah. and they didn't have darker shades. Okay? So it like, couldn't sell. So there we is don't no the historical on data that on that one. Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, that's goofy. Cannot compute. Uh, yeah. So maybe they are questionable. They're either questionable, or all, they love looking at the numbers. Yeah. And they said, well, since 1942, this one sold the best. So... Okay. Well... Well, do we not know a thing about America's history? Literally. Literally. Okay. The other brand trip I wanted to talk about Mm. that has rocked my socks is the Shein brand trip. Do you know anything about this? I know. (laughs) The way I said that. I'm like, do you know a fucking thing about this? I know like a little bit. I don't think I know any of the influencers that went on the trip. I didn't until they went on the trip. Yeah. I don't know like a ton about what happened. Well, let me enlighten you, baby. It was goofy. Basically, Shein is a fast fashion brand. It's a Chinese-owned company. Yeah. That's basically what you need to know going into this. Mm-hmm. Okay? The company invited a handful of influencers on an official brand trip to their, like, headquarters. I don't know if it's one of their facilities, we'll say. Yeah. In China. And basically, they were promised an inside look at how their garments are designed, manuf- manufactured, and shipped. Mm-hmm. Okay? The influencers who went... They got to tour these facilities. They showed a lot of content of the facilities. And the one facility they were taken to, literally the most state-of-the-art looking place I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Robots doing everything. The people, it's immaculately clean. Mm-hmm. I don't think a piece of clothing's ever been made in there until <laughs> yeah. that day. And the people working there, they're all, like, very well polished. They're barely doing any, like, manual labor. They're just like, oh, like, yeah, I'm having a great I'm day. Yeah. So it looks like this beautiful thing. And they were also able to uh, interview the employees, which is something goofy that I want to note. Yeah. Um, Basically, let's see. Okay. So they interviewed the workers about their working conditions. And this is a direct quote from one of the influencers. Mm. Upon interviewing the workers, a lot of them were confused and taken aback, basically by hearing about the negative press about the company. Okay. Like, they were like, oh, like, what are the working conditions here? And they're like, literally, like, incredible. Like, I'm, like, stunned you would even ask, or I'm stunned about these things that have come out. Because, let's backtrack a little in my story. Yeah. Shein 
you know what bad vibes from the jump yes okay but we have like literal proof that they suck so there was there's a couple different like inside inside investigations mm. like footage stories i'm gonna touch on a couple okay. there was an investigation done by wired it was published last year and cited an audit she conducted of its suppliers which found that 12 percent quote had committed zero tolerance violations so this includes underage labor forced labor or severe health and safety issues oh my god so that's 12 percent of their suppliers Jesus. and when this brand think of the mass amount of product this brand is creating yeah 12 percent's a lot a lot okay yeah. it's not like they make two garments a month like there's a lot you know what i mean yeah percent is not it's a big number it's still big okay and then also there was a documentary released by british public broadcaster mm. channel four in october of mm. last year it's called inside the Sheehan machine untold Basically, they brought hidden cameras into facilities and revealed employees working for as long as 18 hours per day Shit. and earning around two cents per item while foregoing weekends and getting one day off per month. Oh, my God. So this has all come out. Sheehan has notoriously denied yeah. all of this. Okay. They n never have outright been like, yes, yeah, Lay, we did that. Jesus. I was like, I, yeah, that's embarrassing. That guy would deny to like yeah you, I, no I know like you should not the thing is if they I admit to that it's over we oh have yeah. the proof but the day that they speak Done towards so. that being like yeah oops sorry actually I don't know if they would be done yeah people suck I think people a yeah. wouldn't care b wouldn't I mean, the believe proof it is already there or like c they're just already so big like yeah I don't think they would be oh what a shame yeah. anyway. I'm like, maybe they should just admit to it anyway, then. Literally. But basically, these influencers faced, like, major, major backlash. Mm -hmm. Basically, sh because they shared, like, positive takes of Shein, being like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Here's this beautiful facility, and the employees told me they love their job. Like, they didn't, it wasn't positioned as, like, everyone talks shit about Shein. It was just, like, positive, positive, yeah. positive, okay? Literally, despite having the facts to them wrong say yeah say otherwise so a couple of these influence they all got backlash but one girl specifically got so much attention she's a girl with short haircut yeah you know exactly what I i'm do. talking about okay um basically this is not verbatim but her reaction to this was saying that um, this is we think this way about Shein because of america's anti china chinese i almost want to say anti-china anti-chinese maybe propaganda and we're like born to like no um, baby we don't like unfit working conditions i was gonna say it's literally because of the proof we have that they treat people like shit have you ever seen like people get she in orders and like on the tag it'll write like help, help me, me. Yeah. yeah 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 exact um yeah that's the 18 like 18 hour long day they need help. I'm out of my house for more than 10 hours. I'm like, I cannot survive no, another moment. I need to lay. For three days. Never mind, like, if I'm out having a good time. I, I still need to go home and lay. Like, I don't Let care alone good, working bad, for 18 no. hours. No. I'm done, so. Anyway. Basically, the consensus here is that it's like, how do I word this? Basically, like, I think what happened here is they were presented a cool opportunity to go on a trip. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't I didn't know who any of these influencers were before. Yeah. It wasn't the Alex Earls. It wasn't. It, they weren't completely unknown. They had followers, mm-hmm. but you could tell they went for someone who might be a little more swayed by like a big brand yeah. taking them on a trip. They took them on this trip. I believe that they had to post like certain things. I guarantee they had talking points mm-hmm. of like. For those of y'all that don't know, when you do work with a brand as an influencer, a lot of times, especially a sponsored post, they will send you like a document of like how to talk about the brand, words to use, words not to use, like what they want you to talk about. And like there's wiggle room for you to kind of talk about it how you would. But they definitely can be like, don't use the word fast fashion. Yeah. Don't use the word or don't say this. Do say I don't know. Like, do you remember like when the skinny tee, the fit yes. tee? Do you remember? I think it was Scott Disick, or it was w- someone in like the Kardashian realm. Skinny tee, or fit tee, whatever the hell it's called. You know what yeah, I'm talking I know about? What I mean, they were sent like the basically like oh plug in, plug oh. in your name, plug in this information. It was like a written out it Instagram was a, caption. Yeah, and yeah. he just like who or whoever it was just copy and pasted it yeah. and like left in. Didn't like he basically in. needed to yeah. ad lib or whatever. It information probably like add in your name add yeah. in what you did this morning yeah. like i just came from blank yeah and, and that's I'm literally my skinny tea yeah and they just kept yeah yeah i Do think nowadays um people mm. can kind of clock those things a little easier when it's yeah. just like a pre-written caption and it's like so fake so there's definitely wiggle room but a lot of times you know yeah the brands kind of tell you what to say so i think these influencers like, I also just can't. Get, I'm sorry. I'm off track again. It's okay. I can't get over the fact that they were just like, let's go on the Shein brand trip. Nothing wrong with Shein. I know, because at this point, like you, everyone has heard an yeah. inkling of the questionable things, and you're telling me you're not gonna Google. And if I'm an influencer, I'm and I'm gonna be closely aligned with the brand. I, you need to have I'm the same values as me. On thank you. The brand trip with the goofsters. No. Okay. Yeah. Especially if it's like. I don't know. Like, you're telling me you haven't heard one weird thing about Shein. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. But the, the sad thing here is this will ultimately reflect on the influencers, not the company. Mm-hmm. The company's already seen. If you see the company as bad company, like, whatever. Okay, this sounds about right. Like, yeah. I don't like them anyway. But, unfortunately, this is... And you know what? Maybe it's not unfortunately. Maybe they should have done their research and mm-hmm. this is what they get for not doing that. But this will be like a stain on their reputation. Yeah. I feel like as an influencer, literally all you have is the trust of your audience mm-hmm. and the likeability. Like, if does your audience like you? Are you a likable content creator? And once you lose that or once that's tarnished, I feel like it's never quite the same. No, because people are always like, well, do you remember when they did this thing? It's just like, it's like when you're eating a burnt grilled cheese. Yeah. And it's good. But it you is like grilled cheese. burnt a little but bit. But you, you still taste, even when you scrape the burnt off. Yeah. You still it's taste still there the a burnt. little bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it, life's like a burnt grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think this is so goofy and messy. Yeah. And I almost feel like it's this just like a good example of the brand using influencers mm-hmm. for leverage. Yeah. And when you're a big brand and you want to take people on this crazy trip, like... People will be swayed. Yeah. Another Especially like messy part of brand trips. Yeah. It's like the fir- the Tarte example, I feel like shows, I don't know how people can maybe be mistreated mm-hmm. like in more blatant ways. Like, oh, you get a smaller room. Like, yeah. oh, you can't stay the whole trip. 
but I feel like this is an example of like tarnishing your career. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But by who you align yourself with. Like, I mean, they agreed to go on the trip. I I'm know. not saying they're totally. Which I think that is so goofy. Like, can you imagine? No. It's one thing when I see like a Shein sponsored post. I'm like, this is, I honestly. Yeah. Respectfully, if I see a post sponsored by Shein, I am losing a shred of respect for you yeah. at least. Yeah. Like, for real? Like, there was why, no like other company that wanted to work with you? Like, this is not. I know. All that they've done and you're like. Sure, yeah, I'll take let a free, free let me outfit. place a six hundred dollar order, Literally. and then they dump their dumping the box. It's like bag, 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 bag. You're like, I'm scared. Some little baby in China just hand stitched that. Yeah, yeah. Like you're kidding me. You don't need it that bad. Yeah. No. Anyway, you don't need anything that bad. No, you don't. So yeah, uh, the, the influencer yeah. brand trip. I still am gonna feed into all the content that comes out of them, but it's interesting to like see how. They've like just changed so much over the past. It's interesting like to think about really what this comes down to is like. Cause think about it. The brands got these girlies, and fellas, mm-hmm. wrapped around their little finger. Yeah. If you ask me, you want to go to Bora Bora? Okay. That's it. I didn't even tell her who I was. I'm, I'm going. Yep. <laughs> That's well, why do you think they went with Shein? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like it just is seen as a cool opportunity. Yeah. And it's. It's an interesting... There's a lot of interesting thoughts here. Yeah. The jealousy. Mm-hmm. The just, like, latent display of wealth. And yeah. It's like when you see rich people just, like, trashing their stuff, and you're like, um... If I, I can ever barely afford the one Skims t-shirt I own. Literally. Like, and I baby that thing. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. And also just the dynamic. I know. The brand and influencer dynamic. The, it's all... It's all very interesting. I feel like before like OG brand trips I feel like the brand had like a almost like a personal relationship with these influencers like it felt very much like the brand was connected to the influencer the brand and the influencer were always very aligned yes if it was a tart trip Desi Perkins was there yeah whereas now you're like some of them make sense but some of them you're like yeah this is high key for clout yeah I recently um the brand Poppy, mm-hmm. they just did a trip out to the Hamptons. Yeah. And I would say some of those girls there, and Bella's, I keep saying girls, girls to me is everyone, but yeah. some of them I was like, oh yeah, like they talk about Poppy a lot, they use Poppy, Nobody, whatever. Yeah. And then some of them I was like, you're here for what? I know. Like, how did you, why are you here? Like Mata went? She's a Poppy girl. I love, we love her. her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even think of an example, but I just remember watching those videos like have you ever touched a i can know of i'm poppy? like i've never i would not see like how did you yeah what are you doing here they just but i feel like that was like every trip yeah like because alex girl on the tart trip i don't really watch her get ready with me maybe she does uh, use tart but i don't like she's not like a tart girl to me yeah so i'm it's like y'all invited her for clout yeah because she's alex earl it's a numbers game and not that it wasn't a numbers I game mean, before at the end of the day that is business. Yeah. And I, as someone who works in business, you can't dog him. Well, listen, I was going to say, this was something, like, when I was in school, that it, it uh, fogged my brain. Mm. Because, like, I like marketing. Mm-hmm. This is all fun. 
but I was like, mm, business people kind of suck sometimes. Like they big businesses. Yes. Mm, they like don't care about anything suck. except the dollar. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that is the complete opposite of who I am. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like, how do I fit in here? Yeah. You know what I mean? The good news is, is I think brands, um, they're more like humanized lately. Yeah. Because A, they have to be. And B, that's just what people want. Oh, it's what people want to see so they have to be yeah that's one point don't really have a choice well if they don't they just look like the brands with bad reputations i think it's brands who like shein yeah don't value people as people their dollar signs yeah they hate them and i don't know i feel like you can just tell and people don't want that no people want to support a brand that they believe in they are aligned with Mm -hmm. and that doesn't just mean oh i like the taste of this drink yeah Okay, They're yes, like good if people. You're, if you're producing it for two cents per, per item, yeah, I'm all set. I can find something similar. Yeah. Like, it's not... <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I don't need that. I'm okay. It's an interesting time. Yeah, it is. What brand do you want? would you go on a brand trip with? <sighs> Out of all the brands? I d- <laughs> the just like look like so much I fun. Was say, I was going to say, like, a brand trip you've seen. I mean, I feel like it would have to be, like, a makeup brand. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know where I'm going. I, mean I feel like Tarte, just to say Tarte, but like, yeah. I feel like a probably probably like a Poppy. Yeah. They did that last summer too. They took people to the Hamptons. Really? Yeah. You know what? If I'm going to Bora Bora, I will go with just about anyone. She said, "I, uh, you could buy me." Yeah. Not she. With what ticket to Bora Bora? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, uh, uh, another brand. You do have morals. Yeah. Bora Bora. I was going to say dream brand trip location. Yeah, definitely Bora Bora. No, see, like, what? I get it, but I feel like if I'm going to Bora Bora, I want it to be on, like, my honeymoon. I feel like Bora Bora like is just, like, so unattainable as a vacation. Yeah. It's so expensive. If I'm a rich influencer, though, I'll pull it off. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I have, like, an exposable, 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 disposable, disposable, yeah. <laughs> um, disposable income, it's I'm exposed. going there. It's exposed. There's if not I much. I was going on a brand trip. I don't want to go somewhere goofy. Like where? Take Did it like Montana. Oh. We should go there. I want to go to Montana. Mountains? I, I It's on Bison? my list. I want to go like a couple's trip. Kaylee working on is it. Only a, is Kaylee's not a couple yet. She's a single. Yeah. She's not a double. Not yet. But once she's a double, I want to go there. Yeah. And I want you, I want you to come with me. I'm, that's... Fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Maybe we'll be in Montana one day. Hopefully. With the bison. But I heard you're not supposed to bother them. No, I just I mean, I wouldn't like look anyway, at them. But I, yeah. I also would be kind of nervous. Well, they're fucking huge. I would just like to stay at a nice distance. That iPhone camera got a nice zoom yeah. for a reason. Put me in a car with the windows up. Yeah. Someone's hacking up a lung outside. <laughs> on that note. Y'all good night, babe. I think it's time <laughs> to be done. <laughs> Is that, do you have anything else to add? Uh, yeah. Oh. At Tart. Can I come? Can we go? Can we go next time? We love you. I'll take Gorgina pictures for you. I'll take they the smallest care. room. You can I'll put me in a put closet. Me in a closet. <laughs> put me in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You could just stuff me in a corner. Yeah. You I already even live know in I'm a tiny apartment. Exactly. <laughs> we won't know the difference. <laughs> uh, that it? Yeah. All right. That's all. So next time if we are on a brand trip, we're recording from our <laughs> tiny little room. Don't Y'all, be scared, wait, wait, guys. Wait. What? I love this conversation for us. Yeah. Because 
if if by the grace mm. of God we find ourselves on a brand trip, it's gonna be in fucking twenty thirty two. Yeah, we do have a long time. We've got quite a ways to go. Who knows though? Y'all keep listening. Keep listening. Well, you know what? I don't want to go. Well, I would go on a brand trip, but yeah. I want to like have a brand trip. That okay. sounds like we're manifesting a podcast trip. That would be so much fun. I know, right? Or like a I don't know, but we're having our own event, like a meetup. Like yeah, but like not like a meetup. Oh, like you can come stay in Montana with us. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't know. The d- I've never we'll heard. We'll figure of out the that. details. We're gonna figure <laughs> that one out. Like a retreat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not retreat the, in Montana. Not the for life retreat where I'm like we're just gonna bitch and eat cheese and speak in southern accents for seven days straight and that's it and that's all and that's all okay y'all yeah for real make sure to follow us on our socials youtube instagram and tiktok at for life podcast with two t's give us a like and a rating wherever you listen to your podcast and we will see you next week bye